0: welcome to the 58th episode of you had me at halo where we always discuss one of gaming's most storied franchises our mission for today is to explore the future of halo we're going to be talking a lot about bonnie ross as barton bonnie ross leaves 343 we'll talk about the new leadership and what that could mean and of course we are going to be talking about forge with a very special guest before we get into it, let's meet today's Spartan cast, a Spartan team. Uh, first up, uh, despite being one of our own, we do have a very special guest uh, because he's not starring. He's not coming here as as Xbox Era's own. He's coming here as Spartan John of the the Forge Console three four three Forge Console. Uh, Spartan John, how are you doing, man?
1: I, I'm doing good. I like that I come on the show. I don't have to really do any work. <laughs> and only respond when asked questions and I get to be a spartan so uh <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice to be here it's nice to be with the american contingent no dodgy mm. australians to deal with you know it's just chilled it's relaxed not, Not as much nice. fact-checking.
2: Not yeah. as big a focus yeah. on Nintendo and how great they are. Yeah,
1: the time, yeah. Honestly. Don't do, don't do a podcast with a Nintendo. No ego
2: constantly pushing you right off the
3: side <laughs> of the screen. But don't you understand? My child loves Super Mario Galaxy. It's the the best game in the, the world. only
1: 10 of all time. <laughs> if uh, Halo was if Platoon, if... <laughs> Love you, Nick. Love you, buddy. Oh, yeah, just okay. get here, guys. Good to be here. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, thanks for joining us of like Mechanical. All right, next up we got Spartan Jesse aka Mr. Don Cabeza.
2: Hello. I've been I've been all over this uh channel and our Twitch channel and everything lately, so you're all probably very sick of me. I hope you're well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, next up on that note, we got Spartan Daniel aka Mr. Nadian. Welcome back.
3: Hey guys, it's good to be back, Good to be back on my feet again, so Awesome. Uh... Awesome to have John here, too. Thanks, mm. buddy.
0: To see ya. <laughs> Next up, we got Spartan Ursel, a.k.a. Mr. Soul Blazer. And I know, uh, Soul, you are hanging in there by a, a thin thread, but thanks for making it with for us today.
3: You muted. Uh, you always mute <laughs> yourself. Every time. <laughs> you Come on, you, man. We, ne- oh, man. we,
0: ne- That's we never... I'm, I'm here we, today. No you let to me, to me down. Me. No, we we've had 58 episodes and we've not had a smooth start yet. You guys are hoping hear me to get oh no
4: Canadian when you mentioned America?
1: Well, <laughs> no <please>. man. Oh, <laughs> oh, so oh, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I am disappointed. <laughs>
4: um. Okay. Well, first up, yo. So I got I got a little 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 warthog in the back there. Kind of kind of slowly building up my fence mm. going to cover my whole backdrop eventually. But yeah, yeah, things are going well. I'm um, excited to talk, Forge, and really excited to have John on the show, though technically for the second time, I believe.
1: That's true. Yeah, is this, but he, is but this he, really that's... only the second
0: ever time I've been on this show? <laughs> he's so. been under extreme NDAs. Uh, he's scared of Microsoft lawyers. I think you made that case. I was very time. scared for several years <laughs> <laughs> of mm-hmm. ever saying anything. You so
1: signed most a...
2: of your life away. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: And and John, I think when you came here before, you were not you were not uh, a a Forge uh, OG console member. You were just John of Xbox era. So I think it was a, a
1: different John.
0: No, it was here.
4: he was it we just campaign. didn't know. Yeah, it was well, campaign uh, impressions. He was he
1: was talking about. Yeah, I was but talking he, about you know yeah. how much I love Forge, but you know I, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You have no insider knowledge. No. Zero insider knowledge whatsoever. Yeah. so uh so we're gonna good. see what
0: we can do we, we're gonna see what we can do to push john to the edge of his nda today uh so fine <laughs> finally Challenge it's expected. uh it's your host Martin Abe, aka one bad mother all right well we're gonna go ahead and i think normally we would we would want to start with some of the big news of the week but since we have john here from the uk who's uh, well past his bedtime right already on a weekday i don't know uh, I,
1: gonna... i've turned into some sort of weird pale old vampire at this point so uh i don't have a bedtime i can stay i'm a grown-up so you know i'll stick around for as long as i can when i start yawning or if jesse starts putting a wizard sleeping hat on my head in the uh, tool i've already noted he's got a tag up on my screen saying big celebrity which you know i'm fine with this um but yeah i'll stick around as long as i can by the engineer
2: uh, it's keeping him awake oh uh, right,
1: you, right, so you know it, what it, i thought was funny john
0: is you know what i thought was funny john you you just had the the show on saturday which was what one one or two days after they revealed your map uh yeah you got like you got like maybe a 30 second segment of it i bet you if you were a splatoon map creator you would have they would have uh nick would have dedicated the whole show to you if you had made
1: made a rocket league car it It (laughs) would have been four hours at least (laughs) yeah i mean i don't like to wax lyrical um too much you know and i knew that you know we, we had this show as an opportunity to really dive into it for the halo faithful um so you know I'm, I'm open to discuss whatever you guys want to discuss within the limits of what i can discuss um but yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh man Oh, uh, for really audio listeners that get to enjoy this on Anchor, um, I feel like I need to provide some context to the sudden outburst of laughter and groaning that has just occurred uh, well. in, in in this show. Um, there is, there is, There was some discussion. There was some discussion. I'm not going to give you the subject and context, because I feel that that would be taking it a step too far. But clearly, I shouldn't have had any of these sorts of discussions when Rand oh, Althor 19 was absolutely online. Absolutely not. Um, because, you know, now that. <laughs> now that's just forever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do your super chat for you guys. Uh, Rand, our Thor19, the, uh, the biggest Xbox-focused YouTube channel out there, uh, definitely hasn't stalled in growth in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, do we think the new Halo leadership team can fill all the holes as well as I can? The answer is no. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, sorry, Abe. What were we talking about before <laughs> Rand interrupted with with that question?
0: Oh, filling holes. Yeah, pause. Um, yeah. So, so John, let's uh, try to get this back on track. <laughs> Maybe if we can. Oh, oh. Yeah. you know what, guys? We will have a smooth beginning by our by our hundredth episode. I feel like. we have had one. You're not. That's um, our goal. Not not to is that a ball.
3: deliverable? <laughs>
0: All right, but, John, let's go ahead and just start with you. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the Forge Council, like, what you were doing with that, um, some of your experiences there, and just a little bit about your background as a, as a member.
1: So, uh, I think we did, we did like, a, I think I came on straight after, like, the, the Forge Council had initially been revealed the first time, right? So, okay. for those that didn't hear this particular story, um Nutshell, uh, I was, I was, I think it was quite late. I was in bed and I got a ping and it was uh, uh, the Halo team on Discord. Hey, we would love to talk about Halo with you, but kind of need you to sign some stuff. And I was like, I emojis, you know, in real life, like they literally turned into giant saucers. <laughs> and uh, I said yes and signed some things. And uh, yeah, I was invited uh, along with, I think, the original size of the Forge Council. I want to say it was either eight or 12 people. I'd need to go check. Um, But I think I was the only guy from the UK at the time. So I got to fly out to Redmond um, and visit Washington State. And uh, it was very cool and very nice. Um, Seattle has a nice airport, is what I can say. Um, And yeah, I got to see sort of early behind the scenes Halo Infinite and and understand what the objectives were and play around with the new tool. Um, Very, very cool stuff. There's a bunch of things. That, that i hope one day i can talk about um <laughs> that i'd love to also dive into some really really cool things um that i saw that the, that the team were doing um that i hope in some form or fashion come come to light uh sooner rather than They've later three
2: more shows so maybe we'll mm. hear some maybe they'll reference i, I might not
1: He's and- specifically referring to the show's content but yes um, those things, mm. I think I know what they're going to cover off. They've already given the subjects for them, right? But yeah, yeah we, we got to play around. We got to test out some early multiplayer and and have a look at what the tool set and what the, the design goals for it were for it. And the nutshell was, is what they wanted from us and, and the rest of the council was uh, feedback at, on workflow, on what they had decided to go for as their big goals. Um, and, you know, they saw them when, when, when they did the stream the ease of use, um, I think the biggest kind of like, Oh, wow. In terms of what's going to be possible was object scaling, yeah. you know? And if you take, if you take the map that they showed that I made as an example, um, the previous version of it, everything had to be thought about in very large scale terms. So if I wanted to make a skyscraper for this, for the skybox, so it's not even relevant to gameplay, but if I wanted to give the impression, I'd have to find a bunch of objects of that size. Or put multiple objects to create something of that size to then give that uh scale an so impression. Forge didn't have scaling place.
4: at all back then? They're just different no. sized items?
1: No, so you'd have you'd have a 32 by 16 block, a 64 uh. by 64 block, and they had some limited textures and, and other bits and pieces in Halo 5. Uh, but I mean if you, if you look at the difference between what halo 5 forge looks like which i remember i used to think that this looks cool now it looks like everything is made out of plasticine (laughs) um and that's not to disparage the work that the developers did on halo 5 you know targeting 60 fps in a halo game on the uh, vcr original (laughs) xbox one was no mean feat um and it did look pretty in in lots and lots of places but they, they were pushing the engine to the limit. And I think uh, the head of Forge on the stream actually commented on this, you know, specifically around object limit. In, in Halo 5's Forge, I think we were limited to something like 1,600 objects. Mm. That was a hard limit, but the reality, the reality in terms of actually forging a map, you were probably around between 1,000 and 1,200. Mm. Because you go over, yeah, you could, but your playability in terms of the map being able to perform at 60 FPS would dramatically plummet the more you leaned towards that 1600 barrier Um, because every object in the original halo five forge acted as a effectively, Hey, even though you're not looking at me, I'm here and I'm right doing this and it would constantly be telling the engine that's what it's do it. And in halo infinites forge, they've, they've given objects variable states. So you can set something to dynamic or you can set something to static. And by static, it is literally just turning it into geometry. It is just, you can bounce grenades off me and that's it. Um, So the performance is night and day. And obviously as part of that, those same skyscrapers that I mentioned from one version of the map to the next, they became one object that had a cool shape. So I used the cooling fan object, which is just like a desk fan, like a Dyson cooling (laughs) fan you might have blew it up to be the size of a skyscraper. And then made a, a prefab of lots of individual blocks that were made to emissive to look like the light was on. Set a little window decal above it to give it a little shape. And each one of the windows in the skybox up high was just rows and rows of objects, completely superfluous to the game. Don't need to be there. Complete waste oh. of time, but I could, so I did. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's little things like that and the detail that, that can be gone into um, that just, oh, so cool. Yeah, there you go. That was a very long answer, but I started going off on many tangents as I discovered them. <laughs> I Sorry. do
2: like that they said, um, oh, he did this in a short amount of time. And I was like, I don't think it was that short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It was not a short amount of time. It was a short amount of time in terms of the amount of time we'd had the actual build mm-hmm. in question. Uh <laughs> oh, he did this in a couple of weeks. I was like, y- yeah. Y- my children are... You know, starving somewhere. No. Um, I, should, I should let them out of their rooms at some point. No, I mean, if I had to put a, a ballpark. Lo- lots of cereal
4: that week. But... <laughs> yeah. What's for
1: dinner? Cereal, cereal again. For Dad?
0: I've been there. Yeah, I
4: get it. Cereal for dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still
4: said it'll cereal for dinner. I'll be I,
1: I, As a 38 year old male, Cocoa Pops for dinner is uh, a special treat. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I, I, would, I would say it was easily around the 100 hour mark hmm. uh, across across those two weeks like that that would be my ballpark um i get and i know this because this is part of my personality i get hyper focused (laughs) when i have an objective so i will and i'm just lost in that for a while until i'm Mm. back out of it um and i'll always surface again but when i'm in the zone i'm in the zone Um, i think
0: that's development isn't it like i feel like that's how a lot of developers
3: are
1: i feel that's how crunch occurs to be honest with you because Mm. there is something have you ever Disney soul. Yeah. I you know, like, say, like, yeah, the whole thing. Right I see him all the
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> he's right there. <laughs> Personally, I
1: have not seen soul. I will eventually.
4: Good
2: movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard. But, um, it's a great movie, but they, they talk a little bit about that Zen like state you get when you're doing mm-hmm. something you love. And they talk, you know, specifically around music when you're playing that perfect solo and you just get lost. Um, and I think that can easily happen in this kind of thing. um, mm-hmm hours just melt away and you realize you spent like four hours making like some small corner be absolutely perfect. And yeah, I love that. Um, but it's not for everybody. So I get yeah. it, but yes, it's a, yeah. it's an obsessive compulsive thing for me. Assuredly. So.
0: Well, yeah you know, sometimes you get in that zone and, and you get more done actually in 10 hours than you might in otherwise a week right it's just that you have to capture that zone but then you know 100 hours it's that's a lot for i guess one person but it's uh i think where, where people like on a relative basis get excited it's like oh wait one person can can do all this and you know basically in a couple of weeks uh mm-hmm. if they really put their mind to it Full-time. i think i think you st- people start extrapolating that and thinking well what is possible now because you know mm-hmm. obviously I, I, it's a different situation but we're we're comparing it to the the amount of content we've been getting and we you know and, and I go I get it it's totally different right uh, I'm not trying to compare the I'm not gonna yep. go go there where some of the people are like how do they do this what are the three four three developers doing it's like no it's not that's not the same but uh, I get there's the a sentiment st- yeah yeah, yeah. So it, I, I think that's what people are looking at. They're like, "Wow, look at how much you can accomplish, you know, by yourself, right?"
1: Yeah, and you know, not everyone. I think with there's there's definitely going to be a,
2: a there's definitely going to be
1: a barrier to entry, somewhat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think you'll get to a point where, and I hope, and I don't know if anyone ever played um, Halo Five Forge on PC, but it okay. had a, a neat little here's how you forge stuff, and and it kind of took you through like a pre-designed forge level to talk you through and had like a kind of like a, a mm. guide me style intro mm. from memory. Um, it was pretty good. And I don't know if they're planning something like that again. I do know that the, the, the council and the community will step up in terms of wikis and how to's oh, yeah. and content videos mm. and things like that. Um, certainly the wider Xbox era team here. Um, I would look to create a few of those for, for, for budding, uh, creators and and things like we that. My, but, we might have some ideas around Forge. Yeah, we might we might have some super <laughs> awesome secret plans around that. Um, but the nutshell is, it, it it needs to be accessible, right? But the it's accessible is one thing. Depth is another. And I think that, and I, I can't speak too much towards it. And I look forward to the Forge team showing it off. I'm very curious how they'll go into the detail of it. But when it comes to things like lighting, um, and the power and the flexibility that you're going to have there. Uh, In my opinion, lighting is everything. You know, if you Mm -hmm. if you took the lights off of my map that you saw, it's majoritively dark tones, right? It's blacks and greys with highlights. Now, I don't claim to be some professional, super clever artist, but I do understand color palettes and uh, what 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 works and how to highlight areas and things like that. There are there are going to be levels that forge budding force creators might make that just you know blocks down on a flat floor and they don't think about the rotation of the player from one area to the next and they might not think about how how they have to snap their aim up to reach that area they don't they might not think about those things at first Mm -hmm. um but there are certain elements to the to the program that really lean towards helping design things that that make sense and you guys will hopefully see more of that as the team reveal more um but it's 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 an incredibly powerful tool i am i'm i'm kind of nervous to be honest with you i've already seen things in the leaked build like as, a, as an old school old hand at this i know i'm at my upper echelon of talent like i am not i am i'm at the i'm at the i'm old uh, you know i've run out of ideas i'm no good at scripting and i can't be bothered to learn right? i am an old <laughs> dog and i don't want to learn any new tricks and there are going to be some absolutely crazy people that just have an instinctive passion and knowledge for this. And they're the ones to watch for this generation and, and the content that they make. That's what I'm excited for. Nervous at being pushed off my by <laughs> pedestal and having my ego knocks down a few pegs, but also excited at what the community is going to make.
0: Well, let's talk about that real quick. And I, and I don't know how much you can say about this because there stuff comes out in leaks, right? And some of these things, I know
1: you got to be careful. I can talk with, about but- anything that's been leaked.
0: Okay, so um, so there was a leak regarding something that that it, it sounds very GitHub-ish in terms of sharing the the content, the maps. Uh, that was in the,
2: that was just in should, the stream, I, wasn't it? When they were going should, through, and you could see that I, people yeah. were.
0: Should I should I frame this as a as like a hypothetical?
1: <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> please don't so, right.
0: Let us <laughs> just say let's just say you could get a lot of people working on a map together right? 63
2: according <laughs> to their own stream
3: yeah just saying, I mean,
1: this, is, this hypo- hypo-
0: hypothetically 63 uh, you know people working on sharing scripts sharing blockouts um you know where people can really focus on what it is because like you like you mentioned you know you're not you're not the scripting guy right you are more interested in making these look pretty more getting into the creative right is, am i wrong yeah. about that yeah, yeah and, you're and, absolutely right so and we've seen
4: dev right
0: <laughs> yeah we've seen leaks of people design modes like even scoring systems where you can lock weapons and vehicles like basically building game types so hypothetically if, if if everybody could be specialists and do what they that they love to contribute to a map wouldn't that create exponentially more possibilities than what we saw in Halo 5 What a fascinating question,
1: Abe. (laughs) Uh, My hypothetical answer to your hypothetical question (laughs) is absolutely yes. Um, I think that player cooperation and collaboration um, and sharing ideas is absolutely instrumental to the success of any user-generated content platform. Um, And... You know the the leak that you're referring to and i'll be careful um <laughs> I, I won't share detail on how it works <laughs> but it would be perhaps sufficient to say that gone are the days that one person can claim credit for all if you have help you have help
4: that's cool
1: and i, I like that
3: so just is, it, mm-hmm. Sorry. It reminded me, like the moment I saw that, the first thing I, I thought of was Minecraft Realms. It's very much the same kind of thing. No longer is it your own little seed that you can only share when people are with you. Now it is available full-time. Mm-hmm. At, at least according to Rand, concerned.
2: John is the best at sharing his seed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, just really quick, uh, the 64 thing that was from Elite, oh, in the man. official video, 63. they mentioned- 63. wasn't 63 plus you 64 total. I have to rate this. I said one 63. Um, but uh, in the video they talked about how you could share prefabs uh, amongst people, but they haven't talked they about, talk about file sharing that. yet. But we know that's mm. the fourth list on their video, I believe, called <clears> file <throat> sharing. Yes,
1: yeah. Pre- prefabs. Prefabs used to be called groups mm. in yeah. Halo Five. Um, two different two different kind of meanings behind them, I suppose. But I would I would. Label a prefab as I could be a terrible level designer, which arguably you might say I am. Uh, depends if you played any of my maps, but um, I could be, however, an incredible, ingenious person at making kit bashing a bin, uh, uh, a pole, and a light, and doing something crazy with them, and making like the best looking industrial lamppost in the world. And people be like, No, that can't be beaten, but I could save that as a prefab and instead of publishing a map i would publish my prefab and share that instead
0: so this actually ties into the next thing because one of the one of the opportunities daniel mentioned minecraft and that is like minecraft and roblox is something i keep bringing up a lot and I, the pushback i always get is well you know you're not going to get like those are very accessible kids can get in there and figure it out pretty quick this is a lot more sophisticated but this kind of going back to the sharing and, be, you know, if if you just start having people dump a bunch of, you know, they start from the bottom and start building prefabs and, you know, all these items and, and blocking out maps, can, can you see, and I don't know how much you can talk about this again, but can you see a, a time where this could be accessible for a kid to jump on an iPad and start screwing around with a map?
1: Um, I, I'd love to see that world. Um, It's interesting you mentioned this. I got a DM from someone I knew back in the Bungie days, and um, I had a lot of messages from people blasts from the past back in the Halo 3 Forge days, the Halo 3 community, as we figured out how to merge blocks by forcing the system to spawn one in. Man, those were crazy days, right? Because Forge was never designed to do what it's evolved into being, right? It was designed to make minor adjustments and weapon layouts and things like that. Um, And they actually brought up a really valid point and they said to me, and I guess this is a good tangent if you want to move away from Forge. I don't know; it's up to you. But I got the DM, and they were like, "Do you?" And I, I want to—I I don't want to credit him publicly. I'll, I'll just call him Ash for now. But he's a lovely, lovely chap, and we've been chatting for a number of years, all the way back to Halo Three. Never met him. He lives in the UK somewhere. Uh, really nice guy. But he said to me just randomly, like, "Congratulations!" Da, 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 da. And he said, "Do you think Three Four Three will ever figure out what Halo is about?" Now, I don't disagree. They've had their ups and downs. I wouldn't word it this way. But look, this is just one Halo fan's opinion, and he wasn't being toxic. So I think it's worth listening to because I, it really resonated with me. So bear with me, Caller. I'm going to go through this. Like, like, for instance, why are they trying to be Fortnite with battle passes and things like that when, in his opinion, Halo has always been more in common with Minecraft than with Call of Duty. It's a sandbox at heart about scavenging for what you need, but with big Effing guns. And he his his opinion was like the way to evolve Halo into the next generation would have been to rely heavily on that sandbox element, even going as far as being a roguelike with procedurally generated environments, pelicans, frigates, all over the Halo ring with fully explorable via procedural population like Elite Dangerous, calling in ODSTs, customizing your arsenal and vehicle support at key moments in those levels, and playing with the sandbox in ever-changing environments. And then working in Forge where people can build those levels to complement other elements with the same building blocks. If you liked one of the missions, you could rate it, you could build your own. And he started going on this huge tangent, and he says, at the end of the day, Halo had, and maybe it still does, the potential to be that big Minecraft in FPS kind of game where modes, environments, the possibilities are endless, and it didn't end up that way. And I thought that was a really unique take. I'm not saying it's the right take, but with regards to user-generated content being the lifeblood of Halo, I think it has become pretty evident from Halo 5 onwards. The reason that game was so loved was because of the uniqueness that came out from the community in things that Halo 5 was never really intended to do. Do you remember the viral moment that great griddle game came out where the guy welded different spatulas onto flying vehicles and everyone was driving around as fried eggs in a frying pan and they had to come in and flip the eggs out, and that's how you won? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Like that is just someone going, Oh my god, I can do this. Boomf crazy fun party game mode. And it's that social element of Halo that I think is the best part it is certainly for me in my memories of halo some of the best the memories Ripper. so it's it's an interesting one but yeah i thought that was a really unique take well, let's stay on that tangent, and maybe we'll come back to
0: Forge a little bit, uh, because I think it all kind of works together too. Because we're we're going to talk a little bit about the future of Halo, and yeah, and uh, yesterday was it yes, yeah, it was yesterday or day before yesterday. I'm losing track of time here. Uh, I was on a podcast with Ains and, and uh crew, and we were talking about the future as well. And that was one of the things that kind of that kinda came up was the the fact that you know one of the questions about can can Halo ever get to be one of the juggernauts again. And you know, like some of the consensus was, well, no, it's past its time because it's an arena shooter. And I'm like, is it really though? I, I feel like Halo's an arena shooter if you want it to be. It's a custom game, it's a social game if you want it to be. Uh, it has one of the most unique playgrounds that that probably the most versatile of the biggest, you know, uh competitive games, uh, because it's not always a competitive game. And I, I think, you know, tying into what that that uh, previous Bungie employee said to you about Halo, I, I, I think that all kind of goes together. And I just think, you know, we think about Roblox that sold for $40 billion. I mean... I mean, Roblox doesn't play better than Halo, (laughs) you know, so 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 you look at that and you look at Minecraft, you know, Minecraft doesn't look better or doesn't move better than Halo. Um, you, You take the concepts of those types of things. And like, even as we will talk about the future of it, but like, you know, you think about a battle royale, like does Halo need a battle royale? Well, I think a battle royale could be part of a playground, right, it could become part of the options. But I think that is the thing and and maybe when we get to talk about the leadership aspect and or the future of Halo, uh, that is kind of an interesting thing to consider because I do think, um, and I do think Halo does have potential. It has a unique potential, if these other, if these other janky kid games can get that big, just because people go there and they just try out different things, uh, they build things, they try out other people's creations, um, you know, why can't Halo? Like, why can't they think outside the box? And I and I agree. Like chasing chasing Fortnite is or or Call of Duty isn't really. I, I don't think that's Halo's way to become uh, so it reach its well, potential.
4: I do disagree a little bit there in the sense where Fortnite isn't what you think it is in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Fortnite isn't just a PR mode. In yeah, fact, the Battle whatever, Pass
3: doesn't make something yeah. Fortnite or Call of Duty. Right.
4: Yeah, but not even the Battle Pass. What I mean is like, when I talk to people about Fortnite, they talk about its build mode. Or not the build Sorry, not, not the build mode. Uh, they talk about its community-generated modes that people play, and they play them Creators lot. mode. Creators mode. There we go. Sorry, that's the one. Mm. And that ends up becoming a really big part of Fortnite in a way that's similar to what uh, he was saying, because it's like Minecraft, yeah. right, community-generated content, but I'm not yeah. going to fault 343 three from looking at that a little bit. and Like, hey, these guys, they got this. They have this huge community-generated segment, too. It's working well. How do they do this? Right? Well, it, okay.
3: and to add on to that, it's a little bit reductive to say that Halo is just an arena shooter, shooter or like, or pretending as if like the feel or the spirit of Halo is one thing because, I mean, you have 20 years now of of completely disparate and sometimes overlapping player bases that Mm -hmm. consist of those like, like who only uh, mess with Forge, those who only like, how many developer interviews have I watched today where, where they were just like, Oh, I only play campaign. And then you go through the people who play uh, ranked, who only play ranked, who only play social, who only play custom games because they're built in Forge. And then again, the overlapping. So, so, there's so many different types of players for halo that we know that the the interest is there we know it can be a juggernaut again cuz it had 20 million within the first month on for for infinite so i don't think it's a matter of um you know obviously because of covid because of how how troubled the development for infinite was as we we all know um all those elements kind of you know came together at the worst possible way but in terms of interest it's there in terms of what you know halo is i don't think anybody on this panel has disagreed that the campaign was fantastic and the multiplayer the, the bones are fantastic mm-hmm. yes there are technical issues but i you know in, in terms of content being produced that's also part of the problem but but in terms of getting halo I mean, I heard every single person on this panel, and then some, for those that aren't here, talk about how much they love Infinite. I've seen you know, uh, tons of people online uh, uh, from the community, from uh, reviewers, say the same kind of things like, this was the Halo that 343 got both things right. Yes, we know there are technical issues. Yes, we know there are content uh, cadence issues as well, but in terms of the feel of Halo, I I mean, that's where I disagree with that whole rant, was that I'm not sure that um as somebody who plays minecraft a lot i'm not sure that that it's necessarily what every halo player wants is for it to become some sort of um first person shooter minecraft so
1: it's it's an interesting one you touched on, on lots of different elements as to why halo is so freaking difficult <laughs> right <laughs> right um oh, and, I, like, and this is and i mean all of us like, this this is the on? crazy thing right I, I can speak i can speak subjectively objectively both i guess and i've said this on on the, the main podcast and i think i've probably said this here before 343 have always technically and, and i think halo influence the first game where there's been real technical hiccups and, and i'll, yeah, I'll no. probably touch on those in a second but from a no. feeling good to play Mm -hmm. that was one of their primary design goals we saw it in halo 4 halo 4 felt good to play it looked phenomenal the sacrifice of making it look like a next-gen title on one of the swan songs of the 360 era was that the the scope and scale of halo 4 was narrowed right so the campaign suffered, but it was also gorgeous. They also did a slight tweak on that art style, which unfortunately they went down a further path and Halo 5 became a bit Power Rangers. But it always felt good to play. And I'd argue if you go back and play Halo 4 at 60 FPS, outside of map values and tastes, and if you remove the loadouts and you just base it on, how does this feel to move around? It's a, it's a pretty good feeling Halo. Yeah,
3: if you play right? player, it's, it, it's yeah, Halo. It,
1: it's it's great. So, I've never I've never considered that to be a, a real valid criticism. I think the criticism that they face and the trouble that they have is that. My this is my, just my gut sense, right? Everybody I've met at three four three, every single team member that I've interacted with across the studio when I was there, I've, I've had lunch in the building. I saw Bonnie Ross, didn't speak to her. Kind of was like, oh, that's Bonnie Ross. Um, but everybody that I've met absolutely loved the universe and the game they they were they were they felt privileged to be there every single person i interacted with from the level designers to the forge team to the community folks they they just like we do just like all the halo fans out there do actually love it i know that it kills them to encounter problems like this and yes i think absolutely the the scope and scale of the tech debt that they were combating the engine building and i'm speaking not from fact from what i believe was going on right so this isn't some insider information the impact of covid during that tumultuous stretch to launch dramatically affected their ability to collaborate and get things done um and you know yeah it was two years ago man get over it like think about the knock-on impact of that Suddenly, every build, every change has to be uploaded and downloaded by someone. And, and then everyone's got to somehow align those changes and then <laughs> grab them again the next day. And, oh, I broke something. Oh, hey, my internet.
3: Hey, guys. John's saying everything I've been saying for two say years that. now. Thank you. Thank you, John. I,
1: I, I'm just it, – it's common as, sense. As now, somebody who yeah.
3: also is a, is a remote developer. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can completely
1: so – uh, I. I I can imagine how horrible that must have been, and then, and and the problem then comes was you know, I I still don't know, and I, I like I like all the team folks there that I've met. I still don't know how that 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 demo for the showcase, that first one, the infamous Craig demo, yeah, um, how that got out of review. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's old news now, right? There's been plenty of mistakes made. The things that blow my mind when we talk about why I think Halo struggling now, like if I go back and I think on the campaign and obviously I played it and, and had finished it a a few weeks longer than, you know, before Jesse did his review. And as I was sitting there and playing through it again, the thing that really I struggle with is yeah, clearly there was, there was some scaling back or, or whatever the case may be. We've heard those reports. We've heard those stories. And again, I'm not talking from, from knowledge. I'm talking from other people's reporting, not firsthand, but There was always this bit of me that was like, this feels really good. The moment to moment action is halo all over. I loved it every second I was playing with it. And I think that's why that, that unanimous praise more or less from the critical reception of the campaign was so strong. But a few weeks later, my brain was like in 2007, I jumped out of a level with some Marines on the back of a mongoose, a storm was raging. And then suddenly the ground started to shake and a giant AI-driven Scarab Covenant tank battle weapon climbed over the building and I had to fight it in one of the most dynamic encounters in a video game ever at that point. There has yet to be that moment really in a 343 Halo game. And the closest they came, I think it was in four, they had that weird, no, it was five, that weird purple the thing uh, it looked really funky kids. i kind of did yeah, crack and no. thank you i didn't like it and it felt like it was trying to do that but it wasn't really the same mm-hmm. yeah it did. and and even it later on in three, it was thing, like yeah. here's two do, do. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like that that yeah. expanding that sandbox out and really saying to the player mm-hmm. go, go, go figure this out <laughs> good luck <laughs> that seemed to even even in infinite where the, the the open world lended itself to those kinds of absolutely nuts encounters it never got wider than that and that yeah. for me felt like a miss i mean we are talking about the entire halo ring where you could have had a, a, a banished frigate come in and you could have had like a chase through cat i mean the imagination yeah, but well. can
2: that run on the vcr xbox because yeah. i don't yeah, know if yeah, you yeah. Saw digital Foundry's video today but he was playing the open world on a on an xbox one and you get about 20 feet away from master chief and the enemies are just triangles they just oh, wow. blocky triangles it that's is weird hilarious. i saw that's the headline good, as,
1: works perfectly yeah, yeah on series x up. and that right. john
2: actually tweeted about that he's like I I, That was editorial. I didn't put that headline in. It's great on Series X. It's good on Series S. It is a train wreck on
1: Xbox One. Exactly. I should just cancel it for Xbox One. But anyway, tangents galore. But yeah, nutshell is um, that they've had an enormous challenge. Halo has always felt good under 343. But what I can't forgive, and I really hope that they spend some time now, is in 2007 on peer-to-peer networking, on when broadband speeds were 10 meg max or something crazy like that
4: I I could
1: complain about in Halo 3 really apart from really egregious host issues where people were just teleporting the game was just bad you knew that's it it's a bad game was was an inconsistent BR Like that was the worst of my complaints really and now in in modern technology on modern servers being behind cover and getting shot is the most infuriating thing in competitive play. That I literally want <laughs> to take my desk and flip it up over my head in rage. Oh. Yeah. Everybody you
0: know, in this party that sat with me uh, knows
4: exactly what 2, you're yeah. doing. Desk great like, 2000 hours of this. Is <laughs> um, but no, uh, for sure. That's that's a, definitely a big priority for them. Yeah. Um, it needs to be. And, and desync. Like, yeah, exactly. Desync. And stuff like that, that's why in uh, screen was development was stopped. Right. Like literally those reasons. I know I I saw your podcast when you guys talked about it and you said they should have said more about it, made it more clear. I agree. And hopefully they do. But at the same time, I went back and I saw the video again and Satan looks at the camera and he's like, we've decided to stop development on split screen to focus on these issues we're about to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean and And I get it. Don't say much until you've got something to say. I totally understand the the mentality. Um, and I hope that those are the biggest issues because if you look in the PC space, I mean that's got to be gutting to go from that many players. I think Dan, you mentioned it earlier in the show, 20 million at launch. Oh, yeah. I mean, less than less than I can't remember what other game it was compared to at the time.
2: It was. It's been less than Titanfall two. After Titanfall two finally got uh, its hacking fixed, they're yeah. they're roughly neck and neck on. Steam. To be honest, there's
4: no need to even compare other PC games. Just compare Infinite's peak numbers on Steam, which was like two hundred sixty thousand concurrent, to its current, which is like four k. Right. Yeah. Like clearly, the PC build needs a lot of work, mm-hmm. uh,
1: and, that, well, and that, that there's lots of stuff for them to kind of overcome. Right. And yeah, I think that, yeah. that that's fair to say, and and I guess to lead lead uh into his next tangent now seeing the studio following uh some obviously planned restructures and maybe some earlier announcements than than were planned we're seeing that change now come into effect in full swing Mm. um would you agree, Abe? I'm just ten- I'm just setting you up, bro. Right I'm here. This is I'm done I'm, I'm taking over the show. You know, you know what, John? I had like three squirrels between
0: all these conversations that I was going to chase, and now we're back to now we're on to number four. But I will go there. I will I will, I will try to find recapture those squirrels later in the show. No way. Um Yeah, let's transition because I, I know I, I we can probably talk Halo for for ten hours tonight, which we don't want to do because uh, you got to get some sleep. But um, let, let's transition over to that. So obviously you know while we're on this topic of the tech debt some of the challenges uh we know what the 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 tenure has been on twitter anybody's looked on there it's like you get you basically after they announced the roadmap which i think leaked to a lot of people uh beforehand i was i basically took as soon as i knew they were releasing that video i took a few shots before i went to twitter um and rightfully so (laughs) (laughs) it was everything you expected it to be Uh... um you know, it, it's interesting when we talk about that, though, because I do wish they were allowed to be a little bit more transparent about it. And we can get into, uh, you know, I want to make sure we, when we talk about Bonnie, we kind of do this, you know, in, in, in the right way. So I want to first kind of address some of the stuff that's kind of like led up to a lot of the changes, um, you know, talking to developers that have been there the. the I think it's no secret there's a lot of tech debt in the game engine, right? And that and that tech debt actually doesn't just end with the, you know, creating levels and things like that in the game engine. That goes all the way to the net netcode. Uh, things that have happened, you know, many years back under circumstances of a different Xbox that didn't have extended timelines, that had a lot of contractors, that, that, that still has a lot of contractors, uh, that outsourced to, you know, to try to make deadlines, it really just kind of compiled that. And if you talk to developers, and actually anybody who's in tech can probably relate to this, sometimes when you have to rebuild something, um, it might get worse before it gets better, right? When you take something apart that's held together with shoestring and bubble gum and duct tape, you know, and you kind of break the duct tape, um, you might actually it might be worse before they you finally get down to the you know foundation build it back up and that sounds like a lot of what's happened uh like you said john 343 their issues in previous halos the, the the strikes we've given against them were generally game design issues they were either people didn't like the art they didn't like the music they didn't like the the game design in either the the single player or the multiplayer one or the other Um, but it generally wasn't technical they were able to figure out how to duct tape that stuff together within really limited windows three hours or three three hours three years three years (laughs) for three hours my god yeah i'm thinking three hour podcast uh three years for for a AAA game that has all these big tentpole things, is not really a lot of time. I mean, in the same time, Sony Studios are spending five five years on basically single player mode only, yep. right? So, mm-hmm. so you kind of put all that stuff together. Um, I do think I, I, I guess I look at that and I and I do wish that i understand why they can't go back and they can't point fingers they can't go well terry myerson made us do this you know or or you know they can't do that stuff phil spencer can't come out and say anything but man like you you know how passionate these guys are that are there if you talk to any of them they really do care even the ones who leave Get really pissed off when the game's not working the way that it that they that it should. It's not living up to potential, and you know, and, and it's not that these guys were uh, and girls are were not talented. I, I, I feel like a lot of it was uh, it, they delayed the engine fix for a while. If, if you listen to an interview with Bonnie Ross, was it two thousand eighteen after 2018. they revealed? Yeah, yeah she McAfee. basically. Yeah, she basically said, "I want we wanted to work on this between four and five the engine," and they they couldn't because you know xbox one at that time needed halo uh because they were you know they were drowning at that time so you know i i guess i look at that stuff and i just see you know a lot of developers that have taken a lot of uh of black and i get it like i at the end of the day it's not up to every consumer to understand how the sausage is made uh it's not up to us to kind of like you know it's not really our problem necessarily uh, unless but they're
4: pretending they know right then it becomes yeah, the problem
0: well that's the thing yeah when they start doing hashtag fire 343 and stupid shit like that but you know i, I look at the developers and the people and i and i and i kind of realize like some of the issues they've been up against and you add in the covid thing and it's like uh you know it's just it was a it was a domino right it's like a snowball it's like stuff just built on itself yeah. and and yeah like it is not where i think anybody wants it to be. And we look at it like, well, you didn't plan. And I think it was, I mean, you could argue that it definitely wasn't ready for it uh, to be sold as a full release. But I, I think that, um, you know, for the multiplayer, at least, uh, but it, but I, I just look at, I just, I guess I have empathy for the developers is what I want to say on all that aspect that um, that a lot of the flack that they've taken is uh, when it comes to the technical issues, the, the efficiency issues, a lot of that's just that's you you, when you when you just relate this to other big studios other studios that do live service games might like 343 doesn't have nearly as many full-time employees as activision who's putting out a pretty big package this year with call of duty but you know they only got got 10 studios working at the damn game you know like (laughs) Mm -hmm. full-time and
2: then 28 like Satellite contracting studios, studios. like yeah. 36 to 38 studios working on modern world. Yeah.
0: So, so I throw that all out there just to say, I, I guess I wanted to just, maybe that's just a, uh, a public sort. <laughs> public service.
2: PSA. Yeah.
0: PSA for the developers and everything. We know, like, I, like you were saying, John, like these guys are passionate. These guys and girls are passionate. And, uh, and I do think that over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of, of, of Things that, from a, for I, I, putting myself in their spot, I would have, I, I felt pretty, pretty awful for, for a lot of the people that were there.
1: Yeah, it was, it was painful. I watched the, the forge stream. Bear in mind, I had no idea. I had, I had no idea beyond, hey, we might use your map, and I actually pinged. <laughs> they said uh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> I pinged, I pinged uh, Cliff, who was in the video, Cliff Schultz. Um and he, hey, and and for those people out there that love Forge. Cliff was a forger. Mm -hmm. Cliff was an aspiring level designer who came from the community, lived through it. And that's what it's really like, it's inspiring to see him on the team helping guide and what, what this tool is and what it can be, because it, it came from where I came from, you know, like, so I see him and I'm like, Wow. Like he he works really hard and obviously he did more than just forge. He went and learned Unreal and how to do blockouts and he probably did a bunch of research. He was the lead multiplayer components. map designer, right? Uh, uh, he's uh, I I don't know his exact. Type. He is a level uh, multiplayer map yeah, designer, yeah, okay, but sure. I don't know if he's the lead. But the, the stream went to
4: it had a multiplayer designer and then a forge. Um, yeah, Michael
1: Michael Shore is the is the Shore Shore is yeah, uh, okay. it's the forge lead. Uh, forge Lord is, is is what we call him. Um, <laughs> Really cool guy, incredible drummer uh, with some excellent taste in music, by huh. right. um, And yeah. Like, Danny Carey fan? Yeah, he, he, he and I chatted <laughs> quite a bit about it, so funnily enough. Um, but he... Why a metal hell singer? Uh, okay. uh, oh, yeah. I, it's on my list. It's on my list. But, um, you know, seeing seeing what what's capable now, I think the thing, you know, when just touching on everything you just kind of talked about, Abe, I think that the struggle that they have is that Halo three set a bar in 2007 with yeah. 19 20 by 1080 textures in a, in a, in bungee's engine, the blam engine. And they made a forge that didn't have merging and they had a theater mode and they had a six to seven hour campaign, whatever it was. And I can't remember what it shipped with nine maps, 11 maps, something like that in 2007. But unfortunately that was quite the package. Mm. And then as the ambition for forge grew and merging came a thing, and then they did it with reach and it was all there, but again, it was still on that hardware. And then this era has arrived with 4k textures and players expect more, bigger, better 7.1 surround sound, higher quality assets. It becomes this gargantuan effort and, whilst i understand the community's frustration that not every single thing can arrive or does arrive on day one and i agree to the extent of both with halo 5 and with halo infinite forge as the way to create a community around a game natively should have arrived at launch it was a a bummer for it to not arrive with halo infinite and i think it is to the game's detriment now does this have the potential on november 8th to be a soft relaunch of sorts yes i I truly believe it does and i truly believe looking at what the excitement around what forge can do even just with the leaked version people are already going nuts did you see the andy's room remake yeah yeah. that's crazy incredible yeah like yeah and and you know people are doing Did these you see that
2: level that they made and showed at the uh the halo infinite forge fundamental stream last week my god did that one look good some guy made it, it was I think, I, <laughs> I there's a there's, like, a there's a there's a gearbox or <laughs> something
1: i think there's a gearbox level designer i think he's i think he's actually called infinite forges on twitter i'm I, oh, like yeah. I, i'm gonna he's I don't know the guy like we've we, we briefly introduced. He seems like a nice chap and he, it really bugs me in some ways that I'm not allowed to show and tell more. If I could stream forge today, I would be walking people around. I would do full walkthroughs. I'd talk to the community about it when my handcuffs are untied and I can do that. I will, but it like there was a small, like part of me that was like, because Motherf- he did I was inspired by this map and then he did this really he's like, a bit OTT in my opinion of, of packed with detail neon lens flare cyberpunk environment and it got like I don't know 10,000 likes and went viral and all this sort of stuff and then the follow up tweet was thanks for the inspiration Seeker Mechanica and I'm like you son of a yes dude. I did see that yeah. <laughs> like pure jealousy and like I just wanted all the limelight for myself but even that people are like Bleh. And I would argue there's a difference between creating what I would refer to as a beauty corner, uh, you know, with all of those lens flares and things. It's not, I wouldn't say that's strictly playable, yeah. um, and actually making something playable, but nutshell, yeah. huge tech debt, lots and lots of hiccups in development creates this environment where watching that stream, the chat was just fire three, four, three constantly. And if I'm sitting there as an employee, I'd be reading that and just thinking, Why why do I do this? I'm working my butt off. You think I'm demoralizing? That must be. Yeah, with, remote like,
0: work, with remote work, why would you... Like, this is the thing for anybody that thinks that these guys uh, don't give a shit about the game. Uh, with the way you can go to another studio nowadays, and we see it, right? they People move around much quicker, and there's a lot of de- demand for developers. There's a shortage in most places. If you yeah. got experience on a AAA game, uh, you're going to get a job pretty quick in this day and age. And so there is no... I guess what I, you know, that's part of the other part of the PSA. And and hopefully, hopefully, like everybody takes a breather after all the, you know, some of the changes and things like that and steps back and and realizes that you're not really doing much to help the game when you, because you're not helping the morale. You're not going to help them retain employees. You're not going to help them recruit employees. Nobody, I've talked to developers when Activision was going through the thing. Nobody wanted to go there you
1: know uh imagine a p- world p- where p- any job you're at someone constantly appears next to you and goes you suck yeah right. just imagine you're at work imagine whatever job you do for a living oh yeah someone every three seconds goes you suck at everything yeah. imagine how you right. would feel yeah and that,
3: that's kind of like you know to the the point you were making earlier abe about being more transparent it's like we've seen both bungie and 343 have seen because they're arguably some of the most uh, transparent in the industry and we have seen firsthand time and time again how much they get just constant mm-hmm. shit no matter what they do no matter what they say, yeah. say whether it's good or bad and so you know and i and i i talked to a lot of developers across the industry not just at xbox and so many of them are like why do we even have a presence online when when it just attracts people right to to be shitty right and like of what you were uh saying earlier too john like this kind of leads into the whole like um perceived expectation right of well bungie did this in 2007 that's true but they were also only developing for one skew and there's a there's a great thread from from tyler owens who's a previous halo and current respawn developer that i think should be required reading for everybody who does not develop and that is that Basically, the gist of that thread is that development now, compared to 15 years ago, is a universe of difference. I was
2: told difference. it's easier than ever. What are you talking about? Right, yeah, exactly. You know exactly, uh, which
3: one, yeah, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. And you're talking about now, especially just with Halo, you're talking about, what, five, six SKUs? P- PC, which is a, a, an Infinite amalgamation <laughs> of SKUs in itself, right? And then Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, Series X. So that's, that's six we saw their behind
2: stuff. the scenes stuff where they had like six yeah. stations working yeah. Yeah. stuff.
3: So and even then they so, had limited testers coming in because of COVID at that yes, time Yes, exactly. And that's the other thing too I was gonna say is that COVID still isn't over and it's in terms yeah. of remote work, it's the still government over. told me
2: it is. Come on.
3: <sighs> well the they I say that. Anyway, uh there are still the vast majority of vel- developers working remote, and so yeah. you know, you can't it's this weird dichotomy of people who say they supposedly care about developers, and then they then bitch about
2: the moment content, it goes uh, that they're going to get less. They stop caring. Yeah, yeah right. Well,
0: yeah. so let's let's use that to transition. So I think um, you know, definitely, I, I I think we're all on the same page with that, and so. Three, so Halo's grown a lot in the last ten years, um, and John, I think to your point, you, when, when you talk about the Forge being there, I this one thing I did mention on the last show as well was that I, I do think now Forge is one of the pillars of Halo, um, and I Absolutely think it's it's. A, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it should, and that's probably the biggest miss. And that's not, a, I don't think that's a 343 developer decision that's really comes, that goes above everybody's head. We won't get into that because we don't have time. But, um, but that is something, you know, and you think about that, that aspect and going back to what I was talking about before with the, with the, 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 the playground, right? The, the Minecraft thing. It wasn't talking about it being like, one to one Minecraft, but it's just talking about all the possibilities. The fact that it can be something different for everybody. I can go and play 2,000 hours in, uh, in Slayer in Halo Five, and Nick can go play SWAT all day. And when I get a SWAT battle pass, it is like it's like oh my god, like well, this is not Halo. How challenge, does anybody play? Right? Yeah, uh, SWAT SWAT challenge. Yeah. it's good the
4: challenge system. Yeah. Swat so,
0: anyways, <laughs> yeah. So,
2: it, it, not it my does the shoulder.
4: <laughs> it, is, it is fun mode it's, though for anyone watching.
0: Not really, but you know, there's <laughs> going to be a lot of opportunities going forward with Forge because now I feel like Forge does complete the game in some res- respects. Still fundamentals. There's still fundamentals that need to be fixed with the desync and all that. But all right, so like as we kind of like look back at the ten years, Bonnie Ross took over the studio. Mm-hmm. Ten, um, you know, founded the studio at a time 10 years when years ago, that was fifteen years ago. Uh, yeah, about yeah. right. And at a time. At a time when Microsoft was like reducing their first party, they let Bungie go. Uh, they were considering outsourcing just about everything. Uh, they wanted to outsource Halo, right? Uh, they were thinking about. Uh, she mentioned it was Gearbox was was on the on the list, and potentially that would be the end of it. It would be like the swan song for the franchise. And so she took us over, and things have grown and changed a lot. And I think we'll kind of use that as sort of talking about the new leadership team but the the expectations for AAA have changed a lot the the live service has grown into something completely different that takes a lot more employees a lot more resources no
2: one ever gets right at the start yeah I I mean it's it's unbelievably difficult
1: I I think Halo 4 as a game looking at it objectively for a brand new studio was was a goddamn miracle it was well yeah <laughs> I, I i don't like you're... the campaign particularly and i thought the multiplayer went too far in directions i don't like as a Halo fan but so... if i look at it objectively as a technical release mm-hmm. zero bugs from from memory or zero game breaking bugs uh, fantastical graphics that blew blew people away and it was their first ever game while they were it... building the damn studio yeah. i mean it yep. was
3: originally Pol- supposed to be developed for next gen, but then yep. Microsoft basically, really, yeah, pushed them to push it to out for uh, 360. So you you
0: you, re- you rewatched the uh, the interview just like I did, didn't oh, you, Daniel? I, <laughs> I made tons
3: of notes, <laughs> man. I made tons of notes.
0: So yeah, so so when when uh bonnie was interviewing ryan and talking about that time uh, and actually josh holmes i went back and listened to some of his his as well because he left the studio he was a little bit more open once he left the studio about some of the things that kind of went on the challenges and you know he mentioned that really from the time that studio started which was a small team to begin was really in the design phase to the time they shipped halo 4 was four years He said basically they developed most of the game within two within you know it was like halfway through they decided okay this is what we're gonna we're we're gonna build and they they had to staff up really fast right like it was basically um, and it was forced out against really their will like she said in that interview uh, he asked her he says. like, basically, hey, do you still think this should have been a, a launch Xbox One game? And she, like, <laughs> without any hesitation, said, absolutely yes. Because um, I, I think what happened is as is, is she kind of goes through that interview. She talks about the... I think the snowball effect because now that there wasn't any halo at launch for xbox one they had to go bigger with master chief collection and they didn't have the resources so they went in and outsourced that and created all that problem and then they wanted more time for halo 5 but you know uh to fix the engine but they couldn't get that because now xbox one you know is is it's like it's a domino right like we talk about you yeah, we are about used
2: earlier. to the, um, the leadership of xbox being very competent the last few years, despite what people seem to think, with no games this year, and we know the reasons why. But well, there was a very long stretch where the leadership there was very much terrible. not in any not sort of. They didn't want to grow anything. They just wanted yeah, to no. find other avenues to make money. Make it so why
4: were they outsourcing things? Like End of 360 Gen was pretty successful for Microsoft, well, not, from what I remember. I mean, so the the thing with Master
3: Chief Collection specifically was that it was such a. Monumental prop you know, mm. project. By the time they decided, hey, let's do all these, you know. That's why I always found it a little bit screwed up that that three four three got all of the blame for MCC because you had certain affinity. You had, I think, Gearbox worked on uh, some of the components. You had Saber Interactive. I mean, it the was Sleeping
0: Dogs. Dubs did uh, uh, yeah, something.
3: United, uh, uh,
4: United <sighs> Front Games or was that who? I'm- but I mean, completely like, completely that. out of their
0: element that ne- did yeah. stuff they never did before. Yeah. Like when uh, <laughs> they let
4: Bungie go and they were even considering giving Halo to like a different studio, uh, like that feels kind of off to me. I they were falling back.
3: Yeah, they were already back. And I think it was Terry Myerson and Don mm-hmm. Matrick. And it may have been Shane Kim a little bit, too, that that literally told Bonnie Ross that, you know, we we're thinking we can put out one more game, and then the series run it, has run its course. Like they wanted to essentially kill Halo. I thought you said so, take
2: him for a minute. I was like, what the fuck?
1: But yeah, I mean, you, you think know, about you think about what Jesse said about that leadership not being invested in their own platform. That was that was the the suits are in charge, right? I just care right. about this. I don't yep. care about delivering games Bonnie for people that play that games. I care so. about making money from this segment. Yeah kind of mm. like a guy called Jim Ryan that exists in the business today. I don't want to take that tangent. <laughs> Jim <laughs> Ryan. Um, but here's, here's the thing. I think two things. One, Halo as an IP, I think is actually kind of cursed. Oh, right. yeah. I think it oh, is. Yeah. I think it, Halo 1 was a, a lucky Buster. fluke of everything coming together just in time to capture the imagination. Halo 2, right? And I'm talking about Bungie here, a, a, a wonderfully regarded studio overall. Halo 2, an absolute car crash of development, of overambition, of lack of management, of lack of planning, rebuilt from, from scraps in nine months before it shipped. Holy crap. Well, I, it might be not. I might be overexactly yeah, yeah, 18. But, but either way, oh my God, what a nightmare. Halo 3 was still a crunch fest, but not as bad because they did put a lot of management in place. And this is, this is what led to Bungie wanting out because people, Mm. people got divorced seeing that game out the door. Halo reach. That's our last one. We're out. We're done. You know? (laughs) Um, And then this project gets handed over and the scale and scope of that ambition becomes someone else's problem in an era where the investment was not being made from Microsoft leadership. And that, it combined with tenure limitations and Microsoft's tendency to contract, it, it's created this snowball. Now that's the why of of why Halo Infinite or all Halo games have kind of struggled. But I do agree with the sentiment, and I'll I'll word it like this: Halo, rightly or wrongly, it, you know, you could argue there are other games. Forza Horizon Five could, or Forza Horizon as an IP would be a contender as one of the biggest Xbox IPs. But Halo was your darling. It was your mascot. It was your brand. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a fan of that brand, it is, I guess, beyond infuriating and a little bit disappointing that that studio wasn't given the opportunity to fully staff and had to rely on contractors. Can you imagine a world where we're dealing with uh, an engine with that much tech debt? You hire a contractor, they're limited to 18 months. They've just oh, about I'm got just the part. hang of all of the crazy loopholes that they have to learn to learn that engine. And then, sorry, next guy. Mm-hmm. It, it's untenable it's as, a, as a working methodology to build something collaboratively. That's just is my opinion. Ca- yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, But and I get this cra- sentiment.
0: Yeah, and anybody who's worked with contractors knows, like, you can use them to fill in gaps, but when you're using them to run your business, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. you're gonna have duct tape I mean, everywhere. Like, <laughs> I've barely coded in, in my career so far, but like, even the few times I've I've looked at someone else's code had to build off of it, I'm like, yo, what the heck
1: was this Why guy thinking?
4: Implementation garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Why did you do this? <laughs>
1: worst, worst experience. <laughs> Yeah, extrapolate right. that to multitudes
4: levels higher than just four web pages, and suddenly it's like, okay, I can understand now why using contractors again and again it was a terrible idea, and limiting their tenure to eighteen months. So you don't want to avoid making them full time, blah blah blah. It's ah, uh, it's just a really messy situation
0: well and john to to your point it's like like halo fans and that this is where a lot of the frustration comes from right because because it, it, it is it is anybody who's for me i'm only on xbox because of halo i, I came there because of halo c Two thousand hours yep yeah well <laughs> i mean I, I was i was ready you know, when don matrick was basically saying i got a console for you i was like okay you know i gave him the finger too and i was ready to jump but i was like i had to come back because it you know you know who's the best was,
2: here giving the finger I'm no. <laughs> not going to first time, that Jim was... Ryan. Damn. <laughs> hey, but, y- you know, I like. <laughs>
0: I guess the uh, point is like the, the frustration absolutely uh deserves to be there. I think the ire deserves to be there. When people say, hey, it starts at the top. I would agree. The thing is I think sometimes we misidentify the top. And yeah. that does take me to where I wanna just give give Bonnie a few flowers here because obviously she's yeah. you know, Spartan Bonnie is retired. Um and, and like again, I don't know her day to day. She may have made you know, like People have ups and downs. All of us in our careers. So along the way, you know, maybe that this project got too big for one person, and maybe we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, but at the time she took over, it was there was no guarantee that they were going to uh, Microsoft was going to continue to keep Halo. She was told <laughs> she was told by people that why the hell are you taking on this, taking on the legacy of Bungie, and dealing with the people you know uh uh, you know you're going to have to deal with uh being under the thumb of you know basically windows at that time so Mm. you know the fact that you had somebody navigating that i know jez said this on the podcast last week he said it may have been worse under somebody else really Mm. if you kind of take those situations so i think it's just worth giving her some credit before we kind of move forward and say okay now let's yeah yeah, fans you deserve yeah like we're all frustrated with where it's at um, uh, frustrated with, you know, the, maybe the treatment Microsoft's given it at times, but I do think uh, that needs to be called out. Go ahead, Daniel.
3: Yeah, I, there's just a, a few things I want to say really quick, if that's okay. Um Specifically yeah. about Bonnie Ross, because no, I'm
2: going to mute you right now. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> about right.
3: Um, <sighs> the Jesus thing happens.
2: There, take that. <laughs> Eat that Jesus. Um, okay, go ahead.
3: So, uh, you're right. I mean, you know at some point the buck stops here right uh, in terms of leadership but the thing that i think a lot of people don't do is is that they um they focus on the things that they assume is is or they they know is bad and assume it's it's her fault right but if you're gonna do that which is not always the case obviously because there are multiple layers of leadership at three four three just like there is at any company and there are still developers on the ground that make mistakes that that end up costing uh, those those elements right um, but if you're gonna do that then you also should be giving them giving her credit for the things that she did right like the right. things that we know she did right like for the fact that um, you know she was a halo zealot, when halo came out like when the book when the fall of reach was released before the game came out they she talked about how she was one of the first ones to get the get a copy because they all did uh early at xbox fell in love with it then and she was the reason that after uh you know gave up the mantle that there's there was the halo bible right of the lore and all all the things that we know now because regardless of whether you read the books regardless of whether or not you like the lore I don't think you could argue that. I mean, the the inconsistencies in Reach alone still piss the shit out of. I like, mean, hate
4: us. that game, out yeah, long, exactly. Man.
3: Anybody who's read the books, anybody who who <sighs> played played Halo One, like the inconsistencies in in Reach alone, piss so many people off that like, you know, Bonnie Ross was the reason we have a consistent lore. She's the reason that we have, um, you know, that that Halo Bible and and for a lot of other things too, like. She's the reason there's, um, you know, more diversity in, in Halo in the, in terms of the characters. Um, you know, she specifically said that, you know, if you if um, I'm trying to rem- remember the exact quote, uh, but like diversity attracts more diversity. So like the things that she did for the franchise, but also for developers, women, people of color to really, um, you know, pave the way for them and also mentor them. I mean, I I have a really good friend at Xbox who's pretty high up in the chain, and she told me she cried um, that when she found out that Bonnie Ross was retiring because she was one of her first mentors there. She was one of the people that that showed her that she had a path. And so um, when we think about these people, they are human beings, and they are, um, they are more than just the sum of their game releases, right? And the things that she did um, at Microsoft, at, at Xbox, I think... Especially being there, what 25, 27 years, something like that. It's, it's one of the things that you can't really quantify. Um, but it, it gets glossed over because everybody wants to, to you know, throw their pitchforks. What's up, John? Oh,
1: Chad. Uh, uh, can I go on a small rant about gamer culture, please? Yes, please. <laughs> please, um, please. careful. <laughs> that's you that's go We might get We're, broke. Uh, you're looking at a hill podcast. Just is on the subject of bread and butter. Yeah, like <laughs> okay. just on the subject of, of her accomplishments, right? It, yeah, I would turn around and say, and I would say to any spicy hot take spewing uh YouTuber out there that if you're gonna cremate and say, Well, she's the boss, it's all it's all her fault. She's the boss of the franchise, not necessarily of the game now she's the boss yeah. of the game director but there's probably a boss above that and a boss above that before it gets to her deck so she's yeah. responsible for you the can comic just books. say
2: who you're talking to and but bo- yeah. no you're i'm talking right to nick.
1: i'm talking to you yeah. can no i'm not nick talking nick. to nick nick nick's not that spicy he's not that spicy he's in, in other, com- these, in other companies gifs of her and oh god i don't want to talk about it right, in, in other companies you know the, the buck really actually stops with the ceo so you know i'm looking at satya nadella i'm looking at phil spencer and I'm looking at these tenure re- reasons, and I'm looking at the, the way that three four three are enabled and empowered to build mm-hmm. Microsoft's Premier franchise. That's where, you know, no offense, and when I say direct your ire, that is where you should make objective and reasonable criticisms. Criticism. Yes, constructive yeah, criticism, not yeah, just personal yeah, attack. But yeah. Bonnie, unfortunately. And I'm going to be crass in a very British way. Unfortunately, Bonnie doesn't have a penis. Yep. And that means that she's subject to way more scrutiny and vitriol and blame um, because she's a woman in tech. How dare you invade our space? Gross. It is gross. And hey, this, is person, this is the person that took... And believed in the franchise that everybody cares about. And what hmm. really bugs me more than anything else is that there are these this community, uh, and the Halo community can be wonderful. Like the Forge community I'm a part of, wonderful. You know, you had me at Halo's community, wonderful. Halo. you Wha- uh, oh, well, careful, <laughs> slow down now. Although saying <laughs> that, they were very nice about my forge yep. appearance, right? So I'm not going to complain too much. It won you over. But it yeah, is the, the- <laughs> it is the algorithm chasing. I've built my brand around halo and because now and and I get it, my bottom line is affected because I've chosen to build my brand around a video game. (laughs) Video games come in and out of popularity all the time. I wouldn't do that as a business strategy. (laughs) I'm going to instead lean into the negativity and stir up the very people that purport to love the franchise. I think it's, I think it's gross. It's a complete simplification of the situation and this isn't me being defense force i have a really? long list of criticisms that i would direct at the way 343 have handled the franchise but arguably more so the way microsoft have not enabled that studio to succeed in the way that they should for a premier franchise the mascot yep. of xbox yeah but i am not going to bungle my criticisms up attach a bunch of slurs and hot takes and disbelief and reasons and fire them at one person and make it all about them. That I'm I'm afraid is toxic as all hell. So if you are watching this and have typed fire three, four, (laughs) three recently, even if it's as a joke, realize that that is not the way to have a conversation. It's not the way to treat another person, right? Or, or a group of people. and, Gaming discourse would be much better if companies like youtube uh, Twitter and anything that enables social media and the sharing of information would take a long hard look at why we share what we do as human beings. You invented the algorithm to to lean in on this negativity and this hate Why not lean on one that leans on positivity and 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 empathy yep. Someone out there has got to do the math for this shit right well that's and- just so it's my spicy take. I'm done now. Oh, I'm gonna calm you're,
3: you're down. Absolutely spot on. That's literally what I was telling Abe the other day too. Um, if 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 Bonnie were a male, this this would not be anywhere near the same. Um, and it's it's absolutely absurd. But what's funny is like it's so one of the things that I do at my job is um, uh, I basically scale energy consumption for computing and try to mitigate where possible. So it's like it's one of those things where um, you know I always tell people. It's a win-win. If you use less energy at home, you pay less, right? And it's the same thing if you flip that into gaming. If you were to be less toxic and be more constructive and positive, that has a knock-on effect to said developer's mental health, and which then means you probably get your content, and you probably get those fixes at a much higher rate because you don't have the turnover. You don't have the, you know, the mental health days that people have to take because you guys are being absolute shitheads. So... I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's infuriating. It,
0: it, yeah. yeah, if Microsoft could only, uh, you know, raise a bunch of gamers that uh, that basically uh, praise seventy dollars games for for barely a paint job. But no,
4: I'm you sorry. Get me, get me uh, <laughs> no, but like, speaking of the community, there's this one prominent Twitter, YouTube, US, whatever that you know talked about how they were never going to talk about Halo Infinite ever again. Right, they talked about it again, until and it, the tweet it makes me money. The tweet was really telling. It's like, yes, unfortunately, none of my Call of Duty videos or other content get enough views. As a result, complaining on Halo Infinite is all I can provide. Yeah, so uh, I, I I definitely want to I definitely
0: want to move forward. We got it. We got our rants off, and I think we need. Yeah. I think we needed to get it out of our system, right? Uh, and, 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 and really, yeah. I, I
1: mean, I will say thank you, Bonnie, for yeah. taking a, a game in a universe sure. that I adore and uh trying to keep it alive and i yeah. hope that your legacy at least has now to show microsoft in, in your final act that if you want this game to be as big as some of the premier triple a games out there you mm-hmm. need to invest and you need to empower yeah. your teams to build it so yeah kudos.
3: I, I, <laughs> yeah and, and i think all of us here would say too that um we hope that whatever uh family medical issue uh, you're going through resolves itself in, in the most positive way as possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Abe wouldn't,
4: but he's just, he's mean. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what
0: the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. You're Anyways. We, we can do right,
4: yeah. questions if you want. If uh... Well,
0: I, I do want to, real quick, and this one, shouldn't take too long. So let's just move really quickly. transition to, to the You guys
2: yeah, John?
1: A... Okay. Uh, well, you've got let's... me for 20, 30, 36 more minutes. Oh, nice. Okay, we can finish okay. that.
0: Yeah, so so we, you talked you, you talked about moving forward, right? Like Halo, the three four three needs. I think even beyond this leadership change, obviously there's going to need to be a lot a lot more. There's gonna need to be more changes right beyond just that Uh, but let's speak about that so they hired uh, they split up Bonnie's position into three Uh, you know remember what I said earlier about the fact this game has grown a lot the industry's grown a lot I think the demands probably at the top have as well and it's this might be a a, a good signal of that but uh, I want to get your thoughts Um, I don't know too much about Many of them, uh, but Pierre's probably the uh, the one that's easiest to focus on because he's taking over the game, which is you know where probably I'm I'm I care the most. Uh, Pierre Heinz, who comes from managing the Master Chief Collection, uh, he, he came into that after it was a dumpster fire, and and uh, I want to see what like kind of what your thoughts are on that. I, I'll
1: start off with you, John, since you are the latest past your bedtime. I <laughs> Appreciate it. I'll be succinct. Um, they've made a bunch of new hires yet. Uh, thus far. Um, as I understand it, Pierre was, uh, very responsible for leading the team in, in correcting some of the issues that the MCC had the collection. Um, very well liked as I understand it internally. Um, mm. and a good person to kind of have at the forefront to organize and streamline those workflows to enable the teams. Um, We've seen recent highs with, uh, I think, Paul Batone from from the Bungie era has, has strode back in. We know that from a support perspective, certain affinity are in the mix somewhere, doing doing their thing on on the rumored BR mode. Um, mm. You know, it's very very clear that regardless of of the state of Halo Infinite as it is today, that following launch, some long hard looks were were had at. How did how did we get to this point with our premier franchise? And now Microsoft's a large organisation and it's a slow-moving ship. Um, and I think it's encouraging that, in spite of what I understand to be a pretty industry-wide hiring freeze, predominantly across the board, they are still making hires. So you know, it seems it seems like exceptions to some degree are being made. Um, it gives me a lot of hope. I think Notian said it best earlier. The bones and the foundation of what we have with Halo Infinite right now as it stands today is, the, the in my opinion, the best playing and feeling uh, in terms of speed, in terms of, of mobility, Halo game we've ever, ever had. Now, if we can fix up those longstanding issues, relaunch with Forge, that, that big winter update and recaptured the imagination of lots and lots of Halo fans with unlimited, that's, that's what we're dealing with here. Unlimited multiplayer content. And if 343 can successfully, uh, bring that content to the forefront and enable the community to discover it and to play it and to share it and to enjoy it, it, this, this could be a really, really uh, incredible turnaround for what has probably been a very difficult period of, of time since launch. And that excites me because I, I had a Halo land recently. Uh, I was one of the weekends I was off. The boys wanted to come down. They hadn't seen me in a while. I spent four days playing Halo Infinite Ranked. <laughs> <sighs> uh, it took me a while to get back into the swing of things after being in forge mode for so many hours. But 2,000 hours? You 2,000 hours of Ford. We can ignore um, we, that
2: super chat that just came up. We don't have to. Competition.
4: Don't Australians uh, don't know what that to... is. Oh my
1: God. Why is he <laughs> so <weird>? ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous take. <laughs> God, I know <laughs> read you read it out loud.
2: Bare minimum. It's
1: a ridiculous. Take from, it ruined uh, my timing. So
2: John just said the boys came down. I was going to say if there's anything that if there's anyone that knows about boys coming and then but then it's all. It's all oh my god!
1: Rand isn't on anymore. All right, stop would, misbehaving. A bit but the nutshell was that despite the fact that we were frustratingly playing similar maps over and over and over and over and over because that's what ranked is, I had a lot of fun you know, mm-hmm. aside from dodgy pings here and there and that desync problem and that getting shot around corners, it's halo. And I still love it even now. Uh, so I'm yep. really, really excited. Have you tried the it. new mode
4: by the way? Yeah. The
1: yappening. I am not a BTB guy. Uh, um, okay. I did try it though because I kind of want the Mohawk. Um, <laughs> even though I never use it, I just have to have it in my accessibility <laughs> thing. <laughs> like sitting in and there. And the kill and effect I, is super cool. Yeah. I, I call me old school. I just, okay. I just, I just want to win, um, okay, so okay. I, don't, I don't give too too much of a, a hoot about about some of the the broader crazier things. Like I play with a guy who deliberately and consistently wears the stupidest things just to infuriate me and take <laughs> me out of my in-game universe, and he knows it. Like no matter which no no matter which armor core, oh, is just a ridiculous. Why have you got no arms and legs? Oh, He's a badass, isn't he? Oh, I could say he <laughs> sucks at his job. You know, if he's a soldier and he's just lost everything and he just keeps going, yeah, but that's how badass he is. He's had his arms and legs blown off and he's still fighting. I'm like, okay, it just looks ridiculous. It drives me nuts, but in
3: reality, it's a Spartan who's lost his hands and the the fan saw like time and time again, and it's like that's yeah, it's just
1: so dumb. But it is what it is, right? And uh I I I have the patience to wait a month and a bit. All right. I I, I know what the potential is from, from experience enough. i can see and i've you guys have seen a little bit of what the mm-hmm. potential truly is mm-hmm. um what worlds are oyster and that's yeah. going to grow that's going to evolve so this is just that first big step into a new era for halo infinite, and halo infinite really co-op interested.
2: some of the most fun i've ever had in any
1: video game. Yeah, yeah i haven't even tried that sure. yet i'm okay, really yeah, looking so forward to that so good. oh good oh my
2: god
0: you know what's interesting, uh, John, about the the yapping that they have going on? Like, I'm not, I'm more arena than than a big team as well. But it, it is a lot of fun, and it's mm-hmm. a small tweak. It's adding Fiesta and big team battle, like two things. So, it's like, why didn't you think of this before? Yeah, I played a
1: few games of it.
0: It just it gives and you the an idea though. Is really cool. Yeah, it just it gives you an idea of how different Halo can feel with just mm-hmm. if, with just small tweaks. Imagine what's going to happen with Forge.
3: But
4: this. This. who wants? Is, is yeah, great. the sandbox.
0: We, so, yeah, we, you know we, we, funny we left that in the bingo card really
4: quick. People <laughs> talked about Mint Blitz. Had this just tweeted, got really popular. It's like, look, look how much fun people are having when the SSBM is loose, dude. Every one of my yapping matches is still within five to ten points. I won a shoddy snipes 199, the very next one I lost 99 100. So, hmm. I'm not, it's clearly there is still. SSBM, it's there, right? But it's just the mentality you're just, when you play. Yeah, you're, you're not, not
2: expecting to win. Exactly. It's Overwatch not... at launch compared to Overwatch mm. now. You're not being super Is sad because
4: ever... it's just a fun mode, right? You're having a good time, and then somehow the system still makes the matches really goddamn even. I don't know how, but it does. They get yeah, one exactly. or two really
2: good players and match them with a bunch of mediocre ones. That's true. So normally be... me and Abe and then a bunch yeah. of you.
4: If you have like 10 kills, you're in like the top three of the game for some reason. Every time it's just... <laughs>
0: I screw up matchmaking with my D sync. They think yeah. it's still supposed to be good right now. Um, so, anybody else have anything to add to what John said about the the new management that he didn't already cover?
4: MCC was awesome. I'm sure he'll do a great job. Yeah,
3: I was I was gonna say yeah, pretty much the same as Ursula. But also keep in mind too, like another thing about this is that um, these would have been uh, initiated months ago, right? In terms of oh yeah, the, search, the interview, the selection process. So if we're gonna, you mean
2: it wasn't some weird <laughs> thing? And oh, it's, this timing's really weird. Oh, I
3: don't mean that at all. That's some. I'm an Occam's razor guy, kind of guy. Simplest answer usually is the right one. Um, and so you are again, Jesus. I'm a little bit too white for that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know the the if we're gonna give credit again to to the previous uh, to Bonnie Ross, I mean it. It should be said that this was just like bringing Joe Staten back in these were some of um, her decisions too so I think given you know the fact that uh, Pierre's been there since what 2018 I think um mm-hmm. you know already got it's not it's not like they're just bringing in a bunch of of uh, people ex- from external positions to to start leading these things so they've they've got yeah. some history they know what they're doing and uh, like Ursula said MCC now is one of the best i mean i think it's probably the best game collection period uh, Um but it's definitely one of the best um games that they put out last gen at this point
0: especially with all the free count and and that's the thing yeah you know you, you think about it So I I don't know how good the guy is at his job. Right. I don't know anybody really if we any of us really got to see his resume. Um, But I will say that what it kind of signifies to me is like MCC is kind of a microcosm of where, you know, infinite in some ways is. I mean, it's not obviously infinite. It's not as much of a It's not a dumpster fire the way that MCC was at launch. But I do look at like their path back to uh, win back the fans. They did a lot of fan service, a lot of things that probably were not yeah. gonna make immediate money. It's like, let's win the confidence of the fans back. They really seem to understand their, their customer, the, the fans. And so that's the thing that stands out to me. And I also think that somebody who's been through that, probably even though it's a smaller scale uh, situation, is something that you can use as sort of a, as sort of like, hey, we've been here before. We'll be fine. You know, we'll get through this. Um, but I, I, I hope what it, what it says too is that Microsoft realizes that. Let's go back to fans. Or let's build up this game, like you know let's not force people with s- silly battle pass uh you know monetization things that don't make sense yeah. for halo uh they already got rid of the microtransactions, so i mean it it sounds like they're trying to read the room more uh and i so i take that as a positive right they are they are i think proactively um doing things and and uh I, or they proactively did things with mcc so we hope that that translates
1: yeah I should uh-huh. see. Just, it's not a super chat, but uh, do I? Do we think that uh, his his moving had a decision? Uh, Hins had a decision in moving away from microtransactions and MCC. Uh, honestly, no. I think no. the community being awful had a <laughs> yeah. had a reason for but not. But what doing if that? other yeah. people were
2: able to just buy some tokens and get some? No, no! Oh,
1: no. no, they must grind for five thousand hours like I did.
2: Yeah. It's almost and, like and there's what get, eight battle tracks that you've got to grind God. for thousands and, of hours. And, or you can just spend some money. Yeah, and
3: don't forget about some of the uh the, the not <laughs> so subtle uh headlines
4: that were generated too. So Oh yeah. Yeah. God forbid, developers get paid for the work, right? Oh, but it's on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. so what, punk? So is every yeah. other game, single-player games, zero expansions? Are they paid for on Game Pass? Is Odyssey's yeah, expansions had, are they on Game Pass?
3: Seven years of, oh, of real God. life money to to develop for a game didn't didn't it charge for it. It's the same with BC, right? They didn't charge for any of the eight years of development there. But you know, yep.
4: but for anyone watching, yep. And if you didn't notice, MCC will not be charging or adding microtransactions, and then I that, I think yes,
0: probably
2: won't get that much more content.
0: Well, I I do think there's something to be said for timing, uh, communication, reading the room. I I think that was that was the mistake there. It wasn't that they did it; it was the timing that they did it, and and how they rolled Uh, it out. But anyway, no
3: no matter what their timing is, they could have announced it when everything was was shitting rainbows, and they'd
4: still. I do think it was probably a good idea not to go through with it with the current Halo climate. Right now, that was probably a smart yeah. idea. No, I think they're um, at a
0: they're lo- they're at a different point today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, let's let's and move yeah, to some p- of the qu- let's move to some of the questions. All right, rapid uh, fire. We are yeah yeah. Let's go through them. Uh, some 14, of them we might have already 24 answered. Twenty four minutes,
4: really
3: quick. As um, Mort said, the room doesn't deserve to be
4: read. <laughs> I think that's pretty. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Argue
4: All right. This is from much. an anonymous uh, poster. Hello, hello, fellow Halo nerds. Question for the panel. Why isn't sick a millionaire from making Forge maps, living in luxury, getting his toes sucked by a beautiful woman? Three likes.
1: Now, the only reason that <laughs> popped into my head, and I think that's a very important question. Whoever asked that is a genius. Um, I don't know why, and maybe someone can answer the question, but there was a film where this guy was like, oh, I've just remember what the film is. Like, when I wrote that, like, that phrase appeared in my head. Oh, you wrote like, it. Why... Oh, uh, awkward. but yeah, when I wrote that question out for myself for, me, for my own amusement, <laughs> there was this phrase, and I was like, I could picture this American actor kind of saying it in this ridiculous way Why aren't you living in the sun, getting your toes sucked by beautiful women? And I was like, What is, <laughs> where is that from? And that's why I wrote it down. And I was been racking my brains all week trying to think, Where is that from? And the answer is, It is the army recruitment officer. That is talking to Joaquin Phoenix's character in the uh, Shyamalan movie Signs. Oh. And he says it in the creepiest way um, <laughs> when he's talking to Joaquin Phoenix's character about his baseball uh, skills. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why I'm not a millionaire getting my toes sucked by beautiful women, but I probably should be right. I-
0: I yeah. I know why. I mean, like I just I'm looking at the super chat from this Australian you hang out with. I mean, it's hard to become a millionaire when you get somebody who uh, you hang out with somebody who chats GoldenEye is greater than Halo." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> just,
0: oh, just immediately,
2: me. every woman, every recruiter, everyone that like
3: would they're not going to, to give suck your toes. Job. toes like, and yeah, I'm yeah, leaving.
0: Uh, yeah, like like yeah. Hey, hey, hey. who's your friend. <laughs> 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 okay. Next video. question.
4: Good old Collingwood. <laughs> Hello, Halo followers cross hatch fire three four three tell me why three four three industries should retain Halo as a response to the hashtag hashtag god that's it answer the detractors and really quick I think this was probably the my biggest negative with the, well, not the biggest negative but my initial biggest negative with, with Bonnie Ross leaving was that it feeds straight into these people right the people that were making the gifs the edits the the what the what the, what? the gif it's gif I right? it's, it's it's a, it's a <laughs> format. What, is it? You know, what drav- language is that? It's it <laughs> in graphics. Canadian. <laughs>
2: but, Canadians say graphics. <laughs> but yeah, that's Dravix. not only the issue
4: with it. But uh, you know what? The response since the past few days has actually been kind of more focused on respecting Bonnie and, and her legacy a bit, which is nice. Admittedly, I have been yeah. avoiding. I mean, I our community has been awesome. I don't know about the rest of Twitter. There's but some I channels in finally... our
2: Discord that might have had some stuff. I finally like the went. The forums.
4: And... Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah, forum, I finally right. went. And now if I see a YouTube video and it's like the thumbnails, like some terrible Mm -hmm. clickbait, I instantly just don't recommend. I'm finally doing that, and my feed is a lot cleaner these days. Yep. But, yeah, to the question. Well, so,
0: like, I think the easy answer is uh, if the issue is efficiency – how much more efficient are you? Gonna, are you going to get giving id, Id giving it the slip the slip space engine that's half written? Uh, oh God. That, yeah, like no, uh, it's
2: sledge. You just take sledgehammer or any of the Call <laughs> of Duty ones because they are all super efficient. They've had no problems with any of their games. So who couldn't be right. better than three four three? Just take. Really- a- we want content now, so let's go a good eight years or so without anything and hope that this new team can figure out what is Halo.
0: <laughs> go through the process that 343 3 did for 15 years to <laughs> finally figure out back. the design. The, the desi- the, they finally got the design thing. Let's go scrap it and start over. We'll come back in six years.
2: Uh, God, uh,
3: yeah. Your complaint is that we're not getting content fast enough. That's a really fucking dumb idea to, to assume that.
2: <laughs> give if your thought process is... It's like uh just let Halo die then you're not a oh Halo God. fan.
4: Yeah. You're honestly not. If yeah. you
2: don't if you just want it to yeah, die yeah. you're not into the game anymore. That's fine. You go go play one of the 800 other things mm-hmm. that comes out every month. I've had you so don't many discussions something
4: off. from people who are like I just wished they shelved Halo after Reach. And it's like dude just don't play them. Like if you haven't enjoyed <laughs> if you legitimately have not enjoyed Halo any Halo under 343 and not enjoyed any of them that, that's what past 10 years now, right? Maybe you're just not a fan it's of the anymore. Hey, That's man. okay. Like, play something great. else. It's fine. Like, yeah. have you seen the Game Pass releases just today? There's like yeah. four new games. Go play something. Nino Cooney? What the? Nino Cooney?
2: <laughs> How is that? <laughs> Persona Nino Cooney, friggin' guilty gear back. I'm uh, like, what the fuck? God. Oh, and we got a God. super chat from Somnia. It's, it's not a peanut butter brand, Soul. It is not Jif. Thank
3: you. Um, it's not, okay. it's
4: not You're not American. G. I'm pretty sure it's spelled with
3: a G.
2: Jif is spelled G-N-F- with a J. Yeah. But Jif or
4: GIF. Graphical, GIF? no, it's gif base format. Then the creator himself says pronounced shit. It's, it's not <laughs>
3: graphical, okay?
2: It's, it's graphic. giraffical, it's about animals, okay? Sorry,
3: <clears throat> next question is in a SEGA uh, situation. Which so our pushback
2: on Fire 343 is shut up,
4: yes, yep. Yeah, next question by Jesse Brother Salutations, you had me at Halo Veterans. And hello to the new guy, Jake or Josh or whatever your name is. My question this week is: <laughs> between up- upcoming editions like Forge, Battle Royale, and Co-op, what are you looking, fo- what are you fellows looking forward to the most? And then there's a lot of text. I'm going to go read through pretty quick. Myself, I have to say, it is still Co-op. As someone who got it to try it along in the beta along with Jesse's brother, uh, Soul, and Nadine by nature, but he is just—I <clears throat> still can't get over how friggin' fun and well put together that was. People are going to see Jesse brother is what he probably meant. Yeah, okay. <laughs> People are going to see what a valuable addition that mode is. Well, not all. Many will elect to only focus on how it should always have been there, which it should, and how there is no couch co-op this time, whether they should whether they would even play the screen or not. Speaking of, you want to know the best way to identify which YouTubers have some integrity and which one's just pure up pure clickbait BS. Look for the ones who posted headlines, three for three cancels co-op for Halo Infinite. If they even bother to clarify in the video that it's only Couch Co-op, the headline does the damage and they know it. Speaking of you guys see that IGN headline where it's like three for three cancels Halo's most requested feature? What the heck was yeah. that? And oh, or, or
2: Battlefield hires um, Halo or like. Yeah, what? Eyes Halo what? Company. God, their, I the
4: headlines. their headlines have been something. Sorry to say, some of the YouTubers who have done this are not just known lying turdballs like Yong or Gia or Dreamcast Guy, but guys who are normally not expected to pull this crap. Some have even been on this channel's main podcast. I won't name names, but I will say these dudes can eat a broken glass laden dick. What the? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> me there you go. <laughs> so I, like how, I like how it was, what do you great. Guys at... it was like
3: a disclaimer <laughs> being read and then all of a sudden it got really slow. Like, all
0: right, favorite mode or, or mode you're most looking forward to, guys.
2: Glass dick eating mode.
1: Yeah, let's like, uh, let's, yeah, we already talked favorite about it. Favorite Halo mode, uh, is, is, is always ranked, always ranked. play
3: that you're looking forward to that's coming
4: between
1: out. between Forge, Battle Royale, and Co op. Which
4: oh. are the three are you most looking forward oh. to? and you can't say Forge, <laughs> Forge, Forge, <laughs> <Yeah. Standbox. laughs> but. Co op for me, probably. It's just, uh, I'm looking forward to diving through that campaign again. And it's even that, like, that's two hours you played, man. It just remind me of just how fun the damn thing is. So, soul needs, no soul needs help getting it's, the legendary. It's just so perfectly
2: set up. Like, the way <laughs> it's just about being fun. Like, even if you die, it doesn't feel bad. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. when you guys being your awful, murderous, homicidal. That's all, all we did. just, really like
3: loved our, like, killing yep. each other gifts. Yeah, so. you're all
2: weird maniacs. <laughs> Oh uh,
0: God! I I don't think this is I don't know if this is a hot take. I think Forge is going to be bigger than whatever, oh, or more it, important, it, it, more important to yeah. Halo than whatever the battle royale. And I
2: think it's going to be built really? into. So the rumors have been yeah. the battle royale is sort of built off of and and with Forge. So I think they're going to feed each other a lot, like competitive and the yeah. battle royale do, where you get a lot hmm. of crossover stuff. I see your raising. <laughs> yes.
4: that's, that's good No comment. <laughs> no comment from you, but everyone else
2: is already, already, uh,
4: some, some guy question. named Je- Jiz or Jez
2: kept, uh, kept talking about it. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, as much as, as much as
3: I'm looking forward to co op, um, I think Forge is, is probably what I'm looking to most. Mm. I mean, I haven't played, I haven't built anything outside of Ma- Minecraft in forever, so I, I mm. might, you know, dip my toes in, but I think yeah,
2: make just, me a good firefight mode,
3: okay? But just the, the sheer amount of, um, you know just some of the things that we've seen from leaks and seeing john's map just i I cannot express how excited i am to see like people building remakes building other games into this they're gonna be
2: ai and like actual enemies and you can build entire PVE things well they
0: haven't said anything about that uh yeah that's coming
2: in one of the later one in later videos
0: there's so much potential there. It's like, and I always like to just keep reminding people PUBG was a, a mod, uh, Dota yep. was a mod. Isn't PUBG uh, a mod
3: of a mod? And remember that the possibilities are infinite. Hey. I'm turning your uh, camera off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question by Not Jack. Apologies if this hasn't been covered ad nauseum, but how do you think 3 for 3 should split their focus on competitive Halo versus casual Halo? While the first few HDS tournaments had impressive ratings, I can't help but think if 3 for 3 had focused mostly on fun events like The Happening, they'd have a lot better engagement across the board. Yes. I think
1: Halo is, at its heart, a social game. And I think it is a mistake to focus on the competitive aspects. What you focus on is the granularity and options available within your social tools to allow for competitive modes. So I want to increase the run speed. I want to make the Mm. BR a four shot BR. I want to make the shields have bleed through for Malay, blah, 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 blah. That's what you do. And then you let your competitive scene grow naturally but you enable by giving all of those different options. And hey, if we're going to get into the granular, it's another thing that really bugs me about 343 Halos is options that existed in previous Halos in terms of that granularity of the engine, allowing for low ball, for example, a fantastic game mode for fun with teams where your worst player has to get, 50 points like everybody else. So you start off the best players were like quick, let me get my time on the ball out of the way right now. I'm just slaying. And then it just becomes this effort to get the worst person on the team, the oh, same number of points. Cause you can't complete until everybody's got 50 points. As an example, uh. it doesn't exist now. And it used to be, and that drives me nuts race. Where mm. is it? Yeah. All yeah. of those extra modes that enable, crazy things like I mean think about it with forge okay we put race in we have mario kart think about all of the different possibilities that the game modes present and by cutting that back and building out specific competitive things in the base level of the game I think you're curtailing the possible I do however agree that the base game and the competitive settings should be as close as possible you know but if you do that by just building a good game but then give those tweaks and options to everybody. That's how you're going to grow it. That's my take. Thing. Yeah, so think I've been be very old. talkative on this show because it's rare I'm on. So I apologize. Yeah, no, good.
2: No, <laughs> no. We yeah. I mean, finally, yeah. someone besides Abe talking a lot. Yeah,
4: <laughs> we're right? used I to sitting
0: there. It. It's fine. I do, I do talk it's, a lot. I,
4: I fully it, agree that the game needs more casual modes. That's something I've said all the time. Yappening is a great example. It's a lot of fun bringing people back in. Mm-hmm. However, I do think the competitive... Aspect uh, supplies this core Halo player base that just will not leave. Basically, right. If you've seen the last two three months when there's basically been almost no content for the game, it's still somehow kept its place in fifteenth to twentieth on most played. Not PC, yeah, I don't give a flip, but Steam numbers. All right, and talk about Xbox players played the most. You know what's funny is I speak to competitive people a little more often um i'm actually going to orlando next week to check it out but um oh cool yeah yeah my, my oh, bro's gonna be playing in the open so i figured you know i might as well at least uh see, watch them once or twice and they're complaining about the opposite they're like why isn't 343 talking to us more why are they making these changes or like for example the mangler change right they ended up nerfing all the guns and people are like come on why'd you do that why not just the mangler like we said they still the ga up things like that it's it's there's this balance here and it really kind of sucks for 343 because it is hard because both sides are like focus on us more. They're like, come on. Like, what do we do?
2: They just,
0: they yeah. just you need, do like bungee
4: and just completely ignore one
2: side and like bungee. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think John, it goes back to your point before they just need to grow out the studio, be able to support yeah. both. I think it is both And, and soul is right. Like the, even a halo five, it did not yeah. fall off the list. Uh, because of the competitive community kept that thing pretty stable. Like everybody dropped off to a point pretty quickly, and yeah. then it stabilized really for the rest it, of the It didn't the... just
4: stabilize it, it brought in new players. Like literally, like three years into Halo Five's life, more people just started playing it for the, the multiplayer. That was so well done. You because know there's nothing nothing begging. else like it. Nothing yeah. else like the, it.
2: Yeah. Uh, the um Warzone Firefight. When yeah, they got yeah. that in there, that yeah. was huge. Like I could find matches uh, in that. Great yeah. balance
4: between social and competitive right there. Infinite's gotta get back to that back to that point. It, 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 it is both. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, keep going. Okay. 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 Uh, last question by Anorexic. Hello, Spartans. Question for sick. How does it feel to have single-handedly saved the Halo franchise? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know what? I, I will take I will take this opportunity to um, Really, heavily praise uh, the incredibly talented and dedicated Forge team, as well as in particular, um, and I won't name them because I don't, I don't want, I don't know if they want the limelight. But um, one of the lighting artists at Three 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 is Billy Kazoo, incre- incredibly selfless and very, very kind person who uh, offered lots and lots of fantastic advice and knowledge and was just happy to just give up his spare time and things like that um and obviously the entire forge council there's you know the the original crew that went out there were from all walks and talks of life across the halo fan base um f- folks that were into you know very very fun party modes folks that were just into the scripting world folks that loved art and and level design like i do and all of them have been incredibly passionate about testing and uh, building and helping the team really, really go through the grinder so that when it gets into your hands, it's, it's, it's as, as good as it can be. Um, you know, it, everybody deserves props that's worked on this and I, I know it's been a labour of love uh for a lot of those guys so massive props particularly to to michael score as well because he's he's a very patient guy <laughs> who has to deal with a lot of us nerds asking questions for hours on end so kudos to all of them preach
0: nice oh did you sa- did you talk about the map fire. you're gonna make did you uh answer that question
1: which one the second part the well second i do not know we haven't got the second part yet what was the second oh, part okay okay refresh my memory He's on mute again. again so oh
4: funny. God damn it! Oh, you, you should be so, so used strong. to this type. Listen, so I got random babies crying and stuff, so I'm kind of intermittently mute unmute. But okay, <clears throat> continuing the question. Let's put a little bit positive, of uh,
2: bourbon on the lips,
4: The positive reaction of Forge is largely due to curfew, and I'm loving it. I like the idea of releasing maps that are tried and tested, so we have something fun and not just pretty to play. Good call by three for three. So my real question for sick: What is the one map from previous Halo games that you'd love to remake? <gasps> the wrong question. Is- that is not the question <laughs> to ask, Sickermechanico. Uh,
1: in truth, made. in truth, I, I don't like remaking maps personally as a forger, right? Because when I, when I go to make something, I want to make it for me. Yeah. I want to realize a unique theme. My my design goal, like when I built Curfew, um, which <laughs> hilariously is kind of a remake, but I needed yeah. to do something quickly. My design goal was. I want to get used to the workflow of this, this new tool now that it's near final. So how do I get to grips with it? And I was like, okay, well, if I just use a block out from a previous game, I can get going quickly. But the design goal became, I want to make people when they see this go, is this forge and be in a state of disbelief. And I think you succeeded. I succeeded in that that goal. You you did. Oh yeah. But if I I, had to remake a map, um, what if would, it was
2: just the layout, not like the whole look? You could make it look however you want. Ooh. But you're taking a classic layout that people loved. I mean, my favorite
1: Ooh. Halo map of all time would probably be the Pit. Um, ah, nice. Yeah. Never heard of it. You know, so th- that would be the one. But I, if if I had to, I'd probably do something more like a, a spiritual reimagining, and it would be probably something like Guardian. Output not Like I, it. I've played around with the theme of giant trees and the green and the you know i saw the guardian remake that the the chap was building in um, in the leaked co-op flight build really really cool but I, i've already played guardian a thousand times so the question becomes mm. what could i build that is one of those maps where you are only ever a couple of steps away from action like you're not and i think there is a tendency in 343's map design now to lean towards this ultra competitive vibe So there are very few tower of power maps, if you know what I mean. Like I have no problem with a map like Construct, you know, where, okay, you've got to get to the top and you've got to hold the top. You've got to hold lift. You've got to hold this, Uh, you know, Ascension, got to hold the tower of power. Um, Guardian, you've got to hold Sniper. Hmm. I don't mind those maps because, yeah, okay, they, they always end up playing the same way. And I get why 343 lean away from that and into the more symmetrical most of the time for competitive play but I love a Sims because yeah. I, I think other objectives bar CTF play in a more interesting way. And, uh, you know, you could do some really interesting stuff with an ACM as soon as you go symmetrical, you really, the only way to delineate between the two sides is light and, and, you know, maybe tone and stuff like that. It, it, it just gets a bit boring. So I would try and do a reimagining of something like guardian, um, but go crazy and, and just make one of those kind of maps that has those unique quirks that Halo maps used to have.
2: How about this: a map that's a bunch of small rooms with multiple teleporters, and oh, everyone's please. got a shotgun. And then you're always oh. running in behind and shooting people in the back, and it's no shields either. infuriating.
4: <laughs> you know what? We're,
2: we are not giving <laughs> game most... Grenades. The, what, the grenades coming,
0: going, back, going back to the sharing thing. Uh, so you we. You're not going to be assigned game modes. I just want to leave. Right. You no, no call. Around. You know, I a
4: prisoner remake would be pretty cool. I wonder if we'll get one. I, we
0: anyway. don't want to hear any any of your ideas. All right, keep. Going. And then you can use Forge <laughs> to build an actual prisoner
2: in the middle. Big yeah. yeah, like the ancient one. <laughs> Give him a giant, you know, swinging dong and balls because. Oh my god, this is a very exciting highlight. No com. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't show <laughs> like him. I just. Ended, I mentioned oh, the like thing that it. 95% of community-made Forge maps are going to have. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, especially on PC. Think, but, yeah, that's the last question.
0: All right, well, you know what? I think we're going to give it to John for the sign-off you today since he sure. is our guest. But uh, If there's I, anyone any, that's any... great at
2: giving it to people.
0: <laughs> Anybody who's great at filling holes. Too easy. Uh, you know, as,
1: <laughs> as a Brit, I love innuendo. I think it's one of the... <laughs> building blocks of life. Um, but this, this has pushed the boat out for me on this episode of the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm now in the realms of feeling moderately uncomfortable. Um, but hey, i making people feel moderate. No,
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> moderate. Jesse, you're a master. You're a master at this.
2: Um, I'm a youngest child. I got two older siblings. I was the annoying little brother. So,
1: um, uh, a lot of practice. I, I will say this it's, it's 2am here. Um, but I couldn't, I, I didn't want to just stick around for an hour. You know, I rarely Ooh. get the chance uh, to to hang with you guys, especially semi face-to-face IRL. Um, so I, I wanted to stick around. I'm working remotely. I, I will get up a little bit later uh, tomorrow <laughs> morning than I normally would. But, Are your um, kids finally in school yet? <laughs> yeah, they're back to school. They're back to oh, school. Um, but it has been a pleasure. Uh, a big thank you to the community that hung out and, and watched with us today. I hope, you know, you enjoyed the conversations and the back and forth. Uh, many thanks to the fire team of excellent Spartans uh, that that led me through this episode of sexual innuendos and hole filling. big thank you to Rand. Randomly. yeah, thanks for setting yeah. that one up, friend. Um, <laughs> and look, you know, it's a month away, month and a bit away. It's not yep. long to wait. Um, There's so many games coming. The yapping has really helped out. There's loads coming to Game Pass. Yep. Patience is something that Halo fans have, I would think, in abundance at this point. <laughs> Arguably, Xbox fans as a brand, oh, yeah, we got this. Um, you know, the <laughs> wait team... for E3, guys. Wait for E3. yeah, wait for 343 right. three is the new <laughs> wait for E3. Um, but really big thank you for for having us on uh, really appreciate it and look forward to doing some forge stuff for the community with our community on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, channel? it's going to be fun. Yeah. Pretty soon. But yeah. There you go. That's it. That's me signing out. Do you guys want to do like an official sign out? Like, do mm-hmm. you do a thanks for watching this podcast so, on, on one of said, Xbox's most storied somewhere. franchises? I, I don't, let me
4: write it down. I dang it, I can't write it down. you like write it uh, down. You gotta go. Thank, man. You, <laughs> thank you for watching, everyone. Um and it was really awesome having you here, John. And hopefully we'll have you again um maybe when Forge releases or when you can talk like fully about what you can talk about. And maybe we can bring it back an hour
1: earlier. Maybe we'll see. There'll be okay. something to talk about before four releases.
3: Oh, man. Okay,
4: there it is. There's our... Uh, our, there, our there's room. some more showcases
0: coming up soon,
4: talking about AI, yeah. sharing,
0: lighting. There's yeah, some- yeah, yeah I'm not
1: talking about those. Oh, oh man.
0: Ooh.
2: Interesting. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get out of this before you say too much. <laughs> yeah. Right.
4: yeah
0: but we don't want you sued, John. We still want but to keep you But For your the 40 before.
4: of you guys still watching, thank you very much again. Uh, sorry, uh, Dan, I think I cut you off.
3: No, I was just okay. saying... You- Okay.
4: (laughs) Uh, you know where to find us Um, we have uh, uh, our forums which are great and they're they're a really awesome place uh, moderated pretty well and we actually have a new moderator who's been pretty active in chat too Um, if you like what we do check out our Patreon the link is in the description below and keep an eye on our YouTube channel because there are a deluge of games coming out in the last couple weeks and the following weeks and while a lot of them are reviewed by Jesse, our other review team and video teams have been stepping up lately. And it's mm-hmm. really nice. To it. Like we're firing, firing on all cylinders and it's really showing. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for watching. Thanks, everybody.
2: So long.
1: Spawns never die. See ya. I mean, they did a lot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>